0: On today's episode, we have Dr. Gina Wesley joining us from Minnesota to talk about how to better diagnose our patients with binocular vision problems on The OI Show. Welcome to The OI Show. Uh, My name is Dave Keating, and I'm here with my good friend, Dr. Gina Wesley, who practices right outside Minneapolis in uh, in Minnesota. And uh, Gina started her practice in 2008 and to me gina is the person that can always say yes you can gina started her practice cold Uh, she started her practice in the midst of uh, growing a family as well she's got uh, two children and she is a busy busy lady Uh, she's also somebody who i look up to because she's always been able to do specialty care not just primary care. Gina has grown her practice into a specialty vision therapy practice, especially dry eye practice. She's a research center. Uh, Gina is the epitome of yes, you can. As a business owner, she is excelling in what her business is capable of doing. And uh, I've always looked up to what Gina's doing. Every time I get to talk with her, it's something new and something exciting. So, Dr. Wesley, thank you for hanging out with me today. I'm excited to talk with you.
1: Well, thanks for having me, Dave. And those are very kind words. I appreciate that. I feel like I could turn that right back around to you and say the same <laughs> things about you. I thank felt you. like you have mentored me in many, many ways, and I really appreciate that relationship.
0: Thank you. So, uh, Gina was, um, was kind of telling me a little bit about her vision therapy practice. And so, we have a practice, a vision therapy practice at our office. And I think that many of us optometrists, we kind of just put vision therapy as something that we'll just refer that out. It's too complicated to do in our practice. But um, Gina, you have brought this into your practice. You've uh, found somebody that can work with you from a therapist standpoint. And uh, tell me what's going on and what's exciting in your therapy practice.
1: Well, you know, it's interesting because I don't think I've ever really written any articles or talked about this on any sort of interview or podcast because vision therapy is probably only about 10 to 15% of my practice, but I feel it's a very important and vital part of my practice. Uh, And what has been happening is that these parents, especially this last year, who have been more at home with their kids for school have really noticed that maybe those reading issues their teachers have been telling them about for their kids are really um, coming to light and they can see them for themselves and they're very concerned about them, as well as all the additional screen time. So. What I always educate parents about is when they come to our office, you know, we do an exam, we look for healthy eyes, we look for clear vision, but we're also screening for any binocular vision issues. And so within that realm, we're always trying to figure out ways that we can catch those kids that are coming in who maybe don't have any particular complaints and the parents don't have any observations, but this child very well may have an issue. And so um, there's a variety of different things we've done. We'll do the King Devic screening on them for tracking. We'll do obviously cover test and quick little fourier and test, tests um, and we do a symptom checklist. But my most recent addition that I'm really excited to implement in my office is the right eye system. And I haven't yet gotten it, but I have been looking into it for a couple of years. And I feel that there's more established vision therapy practices that have incorporated this into their care for a long time. But it really impressed me just from the perspective that when I ran through the demonstration, when I had done it. I don't really consider myself to have any sort of issues or problems. I have a slight exophoria and hyperphoria, which I only know simply because you test yourself and you make those observations that cause me zero issues. And they're really small. Like we're talking five or less, you know, diopters for the exo and, and barely anything for the vertical. But when I was doing the right eye, which is, you know, it's like a monitor, it's an infrared tracker, there's no goggles necessary. It caught it. And I was like, Wow. Like, and I, you know, you sit down for demonstrations and you don't know really what's happening. So I was super impressed because I was like, if I if they caught that for me, what can it catch for all of these other, you know, kids? And so I'm looking to incorporate some screening capabilities of this system within my pediatric eye exams so that we can help continue to build and grow our vision therapy practice, which has so, been building. So that was a very how, nice
0: Yeah, no, it's it's good. So so this is something that's a diagnostic tool. And when would you incorporate it into you know, the exam and how long does it usually take?
1: So I'm looking to incorporate a couple of specific key tests within its system during the pretest for those pediatric eye exams. Mm-hmm. So um, we all have our pretests that we run on patient and patient care. And I'm looking to change the King Devic screening that I had been doing, which, for those of you who don't know, right, it's an iPad. It's a, you know, the, the kid reads the numbers. It's a baseline concussion test for all extents and purposes, but it's great at, at finding, reading, and tracking issues. We're going to take those couple of minutes and divert them now to the right eye system. And the right eye system does have specific protocols set up. I'm going to custom pick the couple of tests and I'm, I'm, hoping that it really only takes about three minutes for us to run some key tests on those kids. And what I like about it is we then can remote just through the website, um, in the exam room, the test for the kid and actually play their results. So we can see what their eyes are doing, right? So basic tracking, saccadic issues, alignment, bam, you can show the parents right then and there. Um, And then I have a better idea too, right? Because we'd all like to think we're really amazing at detecting issues on cover (laughs) tests. But depending on how that kid pays attention or not, I mean, little nuances can be difficult to catch. I feel like the system will help. So that's the plan right now.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How do you think this is going to uh, affect you know, your bottom line, your return on investment? Are you thinking this is going to drive more people into a therapy type practice? Is it going to help you sell more glasses with prism? Like, what are you thinking? I I know you're always thinking about return on investment when you do things um, from a business standpoint. But I know, first of all, it's always detecting and helping the patient. But I know we don't bring things into our business unless there's an ROI. So where do you see that?
1: So the first thing is, obviously, I want to catch more kids that would potentially have these issues to bring them in then for a full what we call visual skills evaluation. So that appointment is a cash pay appointment because I don't take insurance for my vision therapy as a separate company within my my business. Mm-hmm. So that would be step number one. And then I would plan on using the right eye system for a more full diagnostic testing scheme so that we get even more information and expand. Not unlike the concept of you run a screening OCT, you have them back for more full testing when you detect a possible problem or issue. Then obviously the kids that have the issues and problems, I'm I'm hoping this technology really helps to educate parents and helps them to understand the issues and problems that their child is having with their vision and always, always relating that back to This is why your child skips words or letters. This is why it's difficult for them to really have good comprehension. You know, there's so much effort being put into the physical act of reading because they obviously don't do it very well at this point in time. Mm -hmm. So obviously then if that parlays into them engaging in therapy, I'm really thinking if I can engage probably four to five additional patients a year, this system will have paid for itself. Mm-hmm. The other aspect that I have in my practice that will also continue to help, the right eye system will help continue to build is I do a private pay club in my in my practice called the 2020 club. And this is something I've been growing for a number of years. But when you ask parents or just tell them about the option to be private pay if we are not in network for their insurance or for whatever reason, they don't have exam coverage. Um, When you're asking them to pay a multiple of what they would pay at any other place, including a retail place, it's good for them to know and understand what it is that they're getting. And this is a way I see us differentiating our practice as a way to deliver upon that premium eye care. It's not just an eye exam. It's not just a refraction, you know, and I think you could probably relate to this. There's parents that have come in and are like, you know, I thought we had a pretty good exam at the previous doctor, but they didn't tell us about any of those things that you're telling us about Um, To which I say, you know, there's a lot of great doctors out there, but uh, we go the extra mile because we are, we care and are passionate. And something I should say too, is, you know, in my therapy practice, we primarily focus on the most common binocular vision issues in therapy, such as oculomotor dysfunction, saccadic issues, convergence, and accommodative issues, really high level perceptual TBI, things like that, we're not really getting into. And those are ones that we refer to our binocular vision friends who are very expansive in that area, which I know, Dave, you and your wife, Christy, really are. And that's amazing. Um, but I think it's, for me, I want to succeed. I want my therapy to work really well. And I want it to be pretty straightforward. And if I detect anything more than that, you know, I, I draw a line in the sand. And I say, you know, I think you would be a better fit for this other binocular vision therapy practice, and we're not afraid to send there. So I think that helping define our expertise and being really good at those specific things has been very good for my therapy practice. Um, The last thing I want is people who have only had a marginal improvement um, because they're really high complex cases. And communication with parents regarding that I think is very important too. I find that as I've done my vision therapy and added that into my practice, because I've really only been doing that now, my practice is almost 13 years old, but only for the last seven years or so Um, very candid and open conversations has been excellent to really level set expectations. And I think one of the key things that I say that really helps parents is I always say, I'm going to ask the question that I know you're thinking, but you don't want to ask me. And that's, what if i don't do therapy for my kid mm-hmm. what's going to happen and i'm very like and there's some kids that i'm like well they'll probably be okay but they're going to really struggle to reach their full potential and there's some kids that i'm like absolutely this kid is just it's just going to be horrible it's just going to be worse from here on out for their schooling and so i tailor my custom you know sort of therapy recommendations and i find that that's been very good people appreciate and I'm not coming from a place of desperation. I'm not coming from a a pushy sales perspective. I really care about these kids. I feel the pressure to be able to give them every opportunity and at least to have their parents understand fully what it is they're choosing to do. And so having a system like the right eye is nice for that because I feel any tool I have that helps really explain and drive that message home will help these kids and will help grow my therapy practice.
0: Yeah. I think having tools that are in our practice which which help us become specialists on diagnosis, even though we weren't specialists in our training, is uh is is so important in today's day and age, right? We're from whether it's a, a dry eye or an OCT or, you know, with mybography or whatever whatever it is, you know, specialty contact lenses with topographer, like all of these different instruments can quickly make us a specialist with diagnosis. And then we get to kind of work with the patient in deciding what is is the best treatment for them. And as you said, there are times where, you know, I refer patients out because I'm not the best person for it, but I want to diagnose it so that I can help and connect with my patient and keep them connected to my office. And I think that's you know, a prime place for this in, in your practice. So thanks for sharing a little bit more about it with us. And, um, um, we, we are excited to learn more about vision therapy from you. I'd like to bring you back on the show sometime and talk about starting a vision therapy practice from scratch. Um, And, you know, the thing that's so tough when it comes to Dr. Wesley is we could ask her about how to start a research practice from scratch or, you know, a specialty contact lens from scratch or a dry eye practice from scratch. Uh, You know, she's got all those tools. So uh, if we're lucky, we're going to have you on the show a whole bunch. And I really appreciate you joining us today. Thank you, Dr. Wesley.
1: Thank you, Dave.
0: All right. We'll talk later.